The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many people look at others and feel the grass is always greener, that things are hopeless and will never change. These are the kinds of feelings that rob you of your self-esteem, that leave you in emotional turmoil, whether it's feeling stuck in relationships, career, parenting, or finances. Awareness of that void is the first step in your journey to heal your shit. Tune in now as your host, Marnie, takes your hand and helps you begin the shift toward healing body, mind, and spirit. Here is your host, Marnie. Good morning. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here on this. Well, for Charlotte, it's a chilly Tuesday morning um, compared to other people, not so chilly. But thanks for tuning in. And I have, and I'm probably saying this to to my guest today, Shelly Pumphrey, who's in a probably colder climate. I bet it's much colder there than it is here. Um, And Shelly is a relationship expert. She's the love strategist. And we're going to talk today about relationships Um, because maybe you're just not getting what you want in relationships or maybe you're, how do I keep attracting people like this and and what's going on? And we're going to, you know, shine a little light on that and hopefully help you hear some ways to help yourself heal your shit and find a way to be better in relationships and feel better in relationships Um, especially this time of year, you know, with the holidays that brings on a whole other thing for some people. Some people love it. Some people get stressed. Some people get depressed or feel isolated. So this is a great time to talk about this. So welcome, Shelly. Thank you so much for joining us today, joining me today. Thanks, Marty. I'm so happy to be here. And you're right, it is freezing here in Denver. Um, (laughs) I I don't know how, actually today we're getting a heat wave because it was like, three below or something this weekend and warming up to about 30 or 40 today. So it's getting balmy, but I'm excited to be here today. And I totally agree with you. The holidays are such a hard time. It brings up all of our relationship shit (laughs) and it is important to, to heal that so that we can find healthy, happy relationships, both with ourselves and with our partners. So thank you for having me today. Yeah, and and you're right. You're welcome. And and that's just it. Is that, you know, the relationships. I, I you know I don't know if you, I'm guessing you believe this too. It, it starts with you. You know, you yourself and that relationship you have with yourself and how you talk to yourself. And you know, if there's doubts in yourself, you're going to easily be swayed by other people either because you want to please them or because you don't feel comfortable and you want to be accepted or a variety of other reasons. Yeah, exactly. One of the things that I always tell people is that you are a magnet and mm-hmm. your mag- the this magnetizing force inside of you is going to attract towards you whatever it is that's going on within you. And if you have underlying beliefs that you're not good enough or 
um, you're not lovable, you're not worthy of love, like all of those kinds of, um, you know, negative limiting beliefs, then you're going to attract relationships to you or a lack of relationships to you that will validate those beliefs. And a lot of times I see that people are not they they don't even have conscious awareness that they're doing this right. or that they have these beliefs. They think they're okay. Um, but I, I find that all the time when I'm when I'm even meeting people in the grocery store uh-huh. and they ask me what I do, um, and as well as when I'm working with clients or talking to somebody who's talking about being a client and they'll say, Oh no, I, I feel great about myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's and it's very common because nobody wants to say, oh, "Yeah, I I think that I didn't. I don't think I hung the moon and the stars. I I think I am maybe not worthy. Maybe I'm not pretty enough. Maybe I'm not funny enough. Maybe I'm not whatever those things are that are rolling around inside you. And as we begin to talk and and do energetic healing that's one of the things that tends to come up and all of a sudden you you start tapping into it. And I totally agree with you. Um, you know, our energetic field, that is, that's the magnet. That is what's attracting people in and out of your lives. And I, I mean, I can even see where it's not just relationships. It's with yourself or with your, the love person in your life or friendships, it's coworkers, it's bosses, it's, that person who's ringing you up at the cash register in a retail store or the grocery store. It, it's anyone you come in contact with. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like people sometimes ask me, like, how do I know if I have, if I'm attracting something like that or, you know, if, if it's subconscious and I don't realize I have these limiting beliefs, then how can I tell? And, you know, if you don't have someone like me, are you saying, well, <laughs> look, you've got this going on. I would say, like, look at these patterns. Look at the things that are coming at you in your life. You know, if you have a pattern of relationships where, um, you know, you've dated one person after another that has really devalued you or maybe they've emotionally abused you or, or even abused you in, in physical ways as well. Right. Um, that would be a definite indicator that you're allowing something into your life that, um, you know, says you're not worthy, you're not lovable, you're not good enough. Um, so, you know, looking at those patterns of, of the people that you're attracting and allowing to stay in your life is usually um, a key, you know. And a lot of, I, I'll, one of the other things that I see with people just in relationship work is that um, I call it dating below you. And that sounds like mm. kind of rude, but often people who struggle with self-doubt and low self-esteem will date people who it's like they're safe to date because in their mind, kind of in the subconscious level, they think that this person is not as successful as them, not as smart as them, not as attractive, um, you know, somehow quote unquote below them. And they do that because it feels like um, this person is like, I'm not good enough. So if I have somebody that's worse than me, they'll stick around, you know? And so they never reach for the stars. They never reach for a partner who would actually compliment them in a better way or even help them grow in a relationship um, because they don't believe that they deserve that or that they're even capable of attracting someone like that into their lives. 
And so then it's not a good energetic fit, which yeah. is why the, the relationship doesn't last. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, a healthy relationship, you're not always going to get along. I mean, because you don't share a brain. Right. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to be screaming at each other and, and throwing things or whatever. But you, there's going to be places where you don't disagree. And it's how you're able to work through those things as well as, you know, pushing each other to grow. And, you know, I know in my own relationship, I mean, my husband and I, we don't get along and see eye to eye all the time. Um, he's still my best friend. I would still, you could drop me on a desert island with one person and it would still be him. But it's those times that he makes me uncomfortable or I make him uncomfortable by asking a tough question or disagreeing that we push each other to grow. And we're certainly not the same people we were that when we met 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I and so I guess the question that was just popping into my head is how yeah. do you get the strength to like allow that to happen like um you know to have those conversations and sometimes when they're really difficult or you know there's a tendency for us to protect ourselves or even get defensive if if a partner's you know poking at our soft spots or our <laughs> our, our vulnerable places how do you have the self-esteem or self-worth to be able to go there with him and allow that process to happen? You know, I didn't always. Um, I mean, even when we first got together 15 years ago, I was still, I mean, self-esteem for me is an everyday, something that I continue to heal, Mm -hmm. work on, grow. Um, It's, you know, what, when I was 25, I had no self-esteem. And most days now I'm very confident and feel good in my skin, but I have moments and days. And when Mark and I first got together, there were more days than there are now where where I would question. And I didn't completely trust him because I wasn't completely trusting myself that I was worthy of being loved in the way that he was just loving and accepting me. And so it took time and we did have arguments and it was uncomfortable and we had moments and we had to figure out how to argue fairly Um, and we had a few that we didn't argue fairly in order to uh, figure out that okay this isn't working we have to do it different and that involved communication but we were both very committed to our relationship and we are at the end of the day besides being husband and wife besides being lovers and co-parents and all these other things we're friends And that was the hardest part. It's like, if I'm angry at him, I'm like, okay, this really sucks because I need to talk to my best friend and I'm really pissed at you right now because you're, you're driving me insane or Uh whatever's going on. And you're the one I need to talk to. So is there a way for us to talk about this and like put our relationship in the parking lot and just talk as friends, like forget that we're married and talk like we're friends. Right. And you know, that's sometimes it's possible and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes we just need space to deal with the emotions that come up, you know, I'll meditate, he'll go for a walk or something, and then come back to it with less emotion and just really seek to understand the other. It's when we get caught up in our own shit and and, and then it becomes like you against me. Right. And when we're really seeking to to understand the other person, when we both do that, it, it it comes from just from a love place and remembering that we lo- at the end of the day, we love each other. We want to be happy together. 
and somehow it will all work out. And sometimes it feels really big and very uncomfortable, but it doesn't always feel that way. And it's not going to feel that way forever. So it's giving sometimes space and, you know, and then remembering and touching each other, you know, like a hug, Mm -hmm. uh, something to lessen the intensity of the scary feeling because what it is is we're being pushed to grow and that sometimes just feels really scary in our bodies and that's where anger come you know or that or that crunchiness comes in and so we've got to we figure out different ways to do that and it's not the same every time yeah for sure for sure I love that. Like God, that you just gave the the best explanation um, of a healthy relationship. Like that's, you know, that ability to be able to soothe each other and to calm down those emotions so that you can come back and actually talk about what's coming up. Um, you know, when things get rough. <laughs> um, that was awesome that you, Thank you. shared that. Yeah, because I you. that's really you know as a I'm a therapist and that's one of the things that I try to help couples get to is that place of. Um, not being ruled by their emotions where we get into, you know, when when we're in a moment of conflict or we have a lot of anger or fear coming up, our brains go offline. The rational parts yeah. of our brains go offline and we go yes. into this fight or flight kind of yep. state where we say horrible things. We do horrible things and mm-hmm. our brains are just reacting and they're not um, responding. So when when a couple can come together like you just described and notice that that's coming up and go, you know, each person can do what they need to do to settle their, you know, to calm down or they come and soothe each other, holding each other, gazing in each other's eyes, um, you know, just doing those things to try to get your nervous system to calm down so that you can actually have a rational discussion about whatever buttons are getting pushed. (laughs) Um, That's the key right there. So I love that you shared that. That's awesome. Well, and I don't want you to think it's that way all the time. I mean, <laughs> oh, we, ha- sure. <laughs> we have days that we get emotionally off track and our bus- buttons get pushed. And and one, one of us says something and the other one responds and it, it gets, you know, louder and louder. And I have had moments where I'm like, you know what? I need to be out of here for a while. And I get in the car. I'm like, I can't. I just can't deal with this right now. I, I need some space. And, and sometimes that's what we need is that space. And it feels there. I will tell you, I mean, I'm sure people can identify with this. There are times even, you know, we've had a lot going on the last two years. My son um, is healing from PTSD and that creates a whole other thing that, that enters into our relationship at times. And I sometimes for me personally, and I know Mark probably feels the same way for him, that fear for our son gets in, involved somehow in our relationship sometimes and we get pretty we can get very extreme in how we deal with that with each other and uh-huh. so we have had to learn relearn how to make space and really self-care so 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 important because that makes a difference when i meditate every day it affects my relationship in a good way in a positive way i have enough space that when we don't agree that even if Mark is emotionally in a place where he hasn't had enough sleep and he's cranky or, or whatever word you want to put in there and he's starting to go down the below the belt road, 
I can hold it for a while for the two of us and help him move back up. And then he can do the same for me at other times. So, so it's not perfect. It's definitely, you know, we're not always, yay, this is wonderful. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I've yet to, to meet a perfect couple. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't, there's no perfect. Perfect is, is just being okay with our imperfections and learning how to navigate all of these ups and downs together, you know, when we're in relationship. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I love like, you know, your idea, like, I love the the title of your show that, you know, heal your shit because it like you can't get to that place that you're, you know, that you're describing that ideal place in a relationship where you can navigate those things if you haven't done the work on yourself. And it, it doesn't mean that, you know, if you're in a relationship right now and you haven't done all this work on yourself that you can't start right now, um, but you've you know, you've got the relationship starts with you. Any successful relationship starts with healing your own stuff and being aware of your own stuff. Because if, if you don't do that, and if you're, you know, you have that low um, Mm self-esteem, it's your partner is going to be the one that, that gets under your skin the most. And you have to be able to go there and be okay with that. You know, we become mirrors of each other and, um, a partner will hold up a reflection of you that sometimes we don't want to see. Yes. And if you are doubting yourself or, or disliking yourself in any way, you're going to get pretty defensive and, and pretty hurt when the partner is, you know, reflecting these things back to you. Oh, Shelly, you are absolutely right. I so agree with you. And when we come back, we're going to step back into more of this. So please, please stay with us. We're going to be back in just a minute. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Does your life feel stuck? Lots of self-doubt, pain, little self-esteem? Find out now how you can enjoy a truly balanced life filled with positive energy and inner peace. A life where you finally feel comfortable in your own skin. Join Marnie in her six-month program, Heal Your Shit. You'll begin an amazing transformation as you learn the five key components that help you heal with personalized energy healing. If you are ready and daring to stick your toe in or jump in with both feet to grab the life you want, Marnie invites you to join her for a complimentary 30-minute call. Just visit LovinglyLotus.com and sign up under the contact page to talk to her about where you are now, what's getting in your way, your dreams, and your life vision. Learn how the five key elements she weaves with energy healing can guide and support you moving away from what keeps you stuck towards living a happier life. Many clients hire Marnie because they want what she has. It is so possible for you. Sign up for this call today at LovinglyLotus.com. That's LovinglyLotus.com. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, 
anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Heal Your Shit with your host, Marnie. If you have a question or comment about our program, please visit our Facebook page. Just search for Heal Your SHT on Facebook. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Hi, this is Marnie, and you're healing your shit with Marnie and my guest today, Shelly Pumphrey. We were, I, I, it's so funny, when we go to break, um, we ended up talking about, and this happens a lot, we have these great conversations, and I'm thinking, why aren't we getting this on the air? Because people would really eat this up. They would love it, and it would help them. So I'm going to backtrack to some stuff Shelly and I were talking about uh, when we went to break. And um, about both of our lives and, and Shelly, um, you know, we were talking about our journeys to heal our own self-esteem. And I had said, you know, from the age of eight to somewhere between 25 and 30, I, I really had not a lot of self-esteem. And when I began working on that in treatment for my bulimia and, and later just in therapies and energy healing and and different things that I've done for myself, what a difference it made in my entire life of how I felt about myself, how I treated myself, who I attracted into my life, um, in, in all aspects of my life. And, and I know you were sharing a little bit about your journey and I would love if you would share that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, you know, I've been a therapist for over 20 years. And so sometimes people, you know, you think, oh, you're a therapist, you should, you should know all this stuff, you should be healthy. And you have all the answers. (laughs) Right. And I never pretend to be that therapist, because I'm a human before I'm a therapist. And I also think that it's really important as a therapist to be very authentic and, and vulnerable with my clients, um, you know, to help them see the humanness in me um, so that I can hopefully help them, you know, feel inspired to grow as well. And so I always like to share this story. Like I, I was married for 10 years and it was not a happy marriage. Um, Took me quite a lot of time to really figure out that I um, was not valuing myself and I wasn't feeling valued by my husband. And that was that's kind of the the short story of it, obviously. Um, and when I left the marriage, I went on this journey that continues. Um, and it was really a journey of of what I want to say, calling in my one, my capital O in E one. And it's not that soulmate that I'm looking for out there. Um, it's that I am my one. And, um, you know, what happened for me is I went through several relationships after my marriage where I just kept attracting these assholes into my life, just um, and allowing them to stay like these men who 
um, did not value me, were not kind to me, and really um, chipped away at my self-esteem. And I, I remember a couple of, of years ago, I was dating somebody, and I just, I was taking everything so personal. And in my head, I knew that this was the most unhealthy relationship. Like, I just, I could see it. It was so clear. I knew what was going on. But in my heart, I was just, I could not, I was like paralyzed to get out of this thing. And I was, I was believing it in my heart. I couldn't understand, like, why are you letting yourself feel so horrible? And I would go and sit Literally, I, there's a park by my office and I would go and sit and meditate on my lunch breaks and I would sit there and think, what is wrong with me? Why am I such a bad person? And it was all coming from this relationship and these messages that this guy was giving me and I, w- I was just internalizing it. Mm-hmm. And that was the that was the year that things really shifted for me because I went so low and I was beating myself up so badly that I something finally just popped like I I needed to have that experience to say whoa this is ridiculous you are this is about you this isn't about him this isn't about anything else this is about you not valuing and loving yourself and I left him and um really started to see how clearly this was affecting me. And, and that's part of why I've really, um, I share these stories and I, and I do a lot of relationship work with people because I lived that. I, I knew exactly how powerful it can be to feel really bad about yourself and to be blinded by it. You know, we were talking about that in the beginning. Like, yeah. I knew it cognitively, but, in, but emotionally, I was so caught up in feeling bad about myself and so I've done this healing. I've done all this healing work and, and I started putting myself out there. I started saying, you know, getting like to go on a radio talk show and share a personal story about myself. I never would have done that 10 years ago. I would have been horrified because my self-esteem was so low that I would have been, you know, I would have felt judged or too vulnerable to share something. But now I'm like, you know what, I'm okay, I'm human, and these are these are the parts of me, um, you know, that I'm okay to share, and, and I feel very strong in that. And the more strong that I get, the more that I know that I am healthy, I'm okay, I'm a happy person, there's good things about me, the more beautiful, wonderful people I attract into my life, whether it's romantic partnerships, friendships, Mm-hmm. business relationships like it's magical how that works so yeah. that's there's such power in that and that's why I'm really passionate about sharing this with people mm. that's thank you so much for sharing that Shelly I know people think oh well I can't be vulnerable you know that that's a weakness and it really is such a strength and it draws more people to you that just want to be part of your life and yeah. And and just your story, I I totally identify with that. I definitely agree. Would you say, I know for me, um, I've done a lot of healing work on my self-esteem and most days it's, I'm, I'm in a great place, but once in a while I do get, or I, you know, something happens and trips me up or triggers some, some old thing and I go, oh. God, I got caught up in that again. Mm-hmm. So I, it's just something that I continue to work on every single, every single day. Maybe not consciously every single moment, but the self care part 
that Mm -hmm. really goes a long way. Would you say that that's similar in your world? Absolutely. Like it doesn't stay stable all the time. There there are those moments where, you know, you can have you can go back to to the darkness. I go back to the dark side. Right. Um, right. But I feel like, like I think of it as a muscle. It's like the more that you work it, the more that you build it, the stronger it becomes. Like, okay, you have a weak moment and then it's easier to, you become more resilient to it. You're like, okay, I'm having a bad day. Something happened, but I can talk myself out of it yes. and allow myself to just have a human moment. And come back with compassion and say, it's okay. You're doing the best that you can at any given moment. You know, and I, I, people have to have that love for themselves. Like, it's okay to be human. We are not perfect all the time. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's that compassion for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really, really important. I know you were, when you were talking about, you know, your, your relationships your journey and it reminded me of exactly um, what happened in my life before I met my husband and I was in a five-year relationship with someone that I remember when we met I remember telling one of my best girlfriends yeah he's not somebody I would ever date wow and I lived with him for several years um, and I remember the day it was like, okay, I'm done. I mean, I, I gave up, I bent my boundaries. I did all kinds of things. And people who knew me were like, why are you with this person? Mm-hmm. This person, this person is not like the same as you. They're, they're not that we shared a brain or that we're the same person, but we didn't have the commonality in our values and how we treated people. And they couldn't understand what the attraction was. And I, what I learned for myself was at that moment when I said, yes, I didn't want to be alone mm-hmm. at mm. that moment. Yeah. And so rather be with the wrong person for the wrong reasons than be by myself for the right reasons at that moment. And at the end of the five years, I went, okay, I'm, I'm done. I like, no, this is, this is not okay. I, I don't, I don't deserve this. I crawled out somehow of that feeling and still had to live with him for another six months before I could afford to move out. And, um, that w- it was, I remember moving into my house by myself and that first night going, I'm out of jail. I'm free. <laughs> and I, I, it, was, it was such a freeing feeling. Mm-hmm. I felt amazing. And, you know, really just, I vowed never again. I'm not ever going to do that again to mm-hmm. myself. I I found something in myself. So I, it was my own way of hitting rock bottom and got really clear of what I wanted. And I said, you know what? If my relation, my future relationship does not look like this in as far as values, I don't mean, you know, he's tall and he's six feet and dark and, you know, whatever. I mean, value-wise and how he treated me and how I felt in the relationship and, and those things, then that was it. I, I would rather be alone at that moment than be with someone that I didn't feel good about myself with. Yeah, that's And, that's and then the I met Mark. I mean, that was, I, when you get really clear and you feel really good about yourself, that's when things shift. Right. Um, and I met him probably a month after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. And I feel like that taking the focus, this is always this tricky part for people where, you know, you get really focused on wanting to find that partner, that relationship, and your energy gets so focused in the fact that you don't have it. Or what do I have to do to fix it that it, you know, I think energetically you end up giving out that wrong, you know, the wrong vibration. It's this vibration of lack and scarcity that Mm. continues that in the world for you. Exactly what you don't want. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, it's this tricky thing to have people go into the space of just falling in love with their lives, like create something in your life that you feel passionate about, that you feel happy with. And and start living and loving yourself and everything around you and create that feeling of abundance and love and joy. And I guarantee you, you're going to start attracting that partner in that's going to mirror that back to you. You know, and it can be tricky, but it's, that's the key. It is such the key, you know, definitely the key. And it's that consistency. But what if it's not a partner that someone that's listening is looking for? What if it's just how do I get through the holidays? You know, and how do do I manage this? And and whether it's um, being surrounded by extended family that triggers you or you're by yourself, or, or whatever your situation Uh is, what do you tell your clients? Um, your pay, your clients about how to help weed through a maneuver through the holidays. I always like I always try to make the holidays a special time. Like try to make it about you mm-hmm. and not about what you don't have in your life. And I I know this is tricky. Um, some people like I always have the I have this story I share. I had this boyfriend that I was dating. Um, and we broke up literally like two month, two weeks before Christmas. And I had mm. bought him all these presents and, um, you know, we had been together for like a year and just had this really painful, unexpected breakup. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I felt devastated and I'm like, oh my God, now I have to be alone for Christmas. And I went and returned all of his gifts and I took all the money that I spent on him and bought <laughs> gifts for myself and wrapped them up, put them under the Christmas tree and, open them up on Christmas day. And wow. you know, it was this message of screw that. <laughs> like <laughs> I can love myself. And, and I've actually started that tradition just in, you know, not to say that it's about gifts, but it's this intention of, I can love myself, you know, as a, I'm yes. a mom, like I don't have a partner right now. Like it's, to, you know, you don't get any presents under the tree. So I go and I buy myself a few things that I want that I, you know, and wrap them up and give them to myself for Christmas. So it's, it's one little thing that you can do to say, I am okay. And even if I don't have somebody in my life, I still have me, I still have my own back. And so finding some ways to really like nurture yourself or say, okay, you're going to be alone on Christmas Eve or something, get a bottle of wine, light some candles, like watch a movie, like create some kind of ritual um, that can be healing or loving towards yourself instead of yeah. focusing on being alone. It's like, oh my God, what a great night. Like I can cozy up by the fire and, and just enjoy loving me 
And mm. yes, like I say that and I know I because I hear so many people say, I can't do that. You can do that. You make it an, an intention. And I tell like the more that you try to do that and not just at the holidays, but any day of your life, the mm. easier it's going to become and the more um, healing, the more fulfilling it's going to feel to you. And with with my own family, friends, clients, um, what I would add to that is something that we do, the daily three, which mm-hmm. is gratitude, affirmations, and intentions. And I just do three, three of each every morning when I get up. And, and actually, we've started doing them before bed. So you take that in with you when you go to sleep. But just finding three three things you're grateful for. Some days, you know, it's easier than others. Some days you can have, tw- you know, a gazillion of them. And some days it's just, okay, I'm grateful for the air that I'm breathing. <sighs> I'm grateful that the sun's out. I, you know, it, it could be, you know, it doesn't have to be this big life-changing um, thought process, mm-hmm. you know. And the affirmations, they don't have to actually be something that has happened they, you know, you want something in the positive. Maybe it's something you're working on that you believe is possible, but you're not quite there yet. You know, if you're working on your health, I am perfect health. Right. Um, you know, something like that. And then the intention. So I intend to spend this evening with compassion and love for myself. Mm-hmm. I you love know, that. As, as a way to do that. And, and those are just some examples. But right away, as you say those out loud to yourself, your energetic vibe starts to rise and you right. do feel better. You feel that in your body and saying it out loud because your voice is that one that you hear more clearly and it means more than any other voice out there. Mm-hmm. So say it out loud for sure. Love that. So powerful. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I know we're getting ready to go to break. I know it was like one of those, oh, now what? Um, <laughs> we're getting ready to go to break. And when we come back, um, Shelly's going to wrap up with us. And we're just going to talk for a few moments about more about how to maneuver through the holidays and just how to help your love yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Does your life feel stuck? Lots of self-doubt, pain, little self-esteem? Find out now how you can enjoy a truly balanced life filled with positive energy and inner peace. A life where you finally feel comfortable in your own skin. Join Marnie in her six-month program, Heal Your Shit. You'll begin an amazing transformation as you learn the five key components that help you heal with personalized energy healing. If you are ready and daring to stick your toe in or jump in with both feet to grab the life you want, Marnie invites you to join her for a complimentary 30-minute call. Just visit LovinglyLotus.com and sign up under the contact page to talk to her about where you are now, what's getting in your way, your dreams, and your life vision. Learn how the five key elements she weaves with energy healing can guide and support you moving away from what keeps you stuck towards living a happier life. Many clients hire Marnie because they want what she has. It is so possible for you. Sign up for this call today at LovinglyLotus.com. That's LovinglyLotus.com. 
If you have been experiencing addiction issues, be it drugs, alcohol, or something else, you know what it means to feel alone in the world. The power to create yourself with host Ross Ramin is here to prove that you don't have to feel this way. There are others who have been there or are still there, and together we can sort out the truths and the lies in order to reveal the true essence of your character. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Heal Your Shit with your host, Marnie. If you have a question or comment about our program, please visit our Facebook page. Just search for Heal Your SHT on Facebook. Now back to the show. It's Marnie and Shelly. We're both here. And um, Shelly, I really want to thank you so much for being here today. You've really brought a lot of uh, just a wealth of heart and knowledge and vulnerable sharing and I really appreciate it well thank you I've really enjoyed it as well and and just your own vulnerability and and wisdom it's um it's definitely been fun to connect on this and and we were talking and there was there was something that you wanted to mention before before you had to go um about energy and and just some guidance for people out there Yeah, I think when you were talking before the break about, you know, setting your day, uh, starting your day with the three, you know, the affirmations, the um, gratitude, and now I can't remember, intention. Intention. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I always say, kind of in a similar fashion, that always remember where the focus goes, the energy flows. So where the focus goes, the energy flows. Wherever you want to focus your thoughts that's going to be your experience. So if you're, you know, if you continue to focus on how lonely you are during the holidays or how much you can't stand to be around your family or, you know, you get tired of all the commercialism, whatever it is, um, that's going to provide this rich emotional experience for you. And it could be a very rich negative emotional experience or it could be a very positive one depending on where you choose to focus your thoughts. And if you're, you're focusing on gratitude, like, I'm so grateful that I am in this warm house here today, or I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that I can breathe. You know, sometimes it is just those simple things. Yep. Um, and I actually had somebody say, do a list of 50, and, 50 things that you're grateful for, mm-hmm. and the last five to 10 will be the ones that really matter. Because usually, mm. you know, we can start out with, you know, when you start kind of dwindling it down to, you know, you're really like pushing yourself to think, well, what else? This I've already had 40 things I'm grateful for. That's when it, that's when the shit gets real, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for sure. For sure. really, I, I just can't, um, you know, emphasize what you said enough that that, you know, you've got to focus your thoughts on where you want to go and what is important and that will define your experience. I I absolutely agree. And um, years ago, my husband pushed me uh, to set a new intention about the Thanksgiving holiday, Mm -hmm. which used to be my least favorite holiday um, because 
of the whole family stress and I hated the food and a whole litany of, of reasons. And we had been dating two months and he said, we should host Thanksgiving. I make a great turkey. And I'm like, ugh, I hate turkey. I don't like Thanksgiving. I don't want to do this. He's like, oh, we can invite our families and they could meet each other. And I'm thinking, why are you bringing this up? I, you know, and he looked at me and he said, I'll never forget it. And he said, he said, Marnie, you're the one who said you can change things if you set a different intention. <laughs> like, touche. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we did it and we had the best Thanksgiving I think I've ever had up until then. And we have hosted Thanksgiving every year since. Wow. I love it. Favorite holiday. So, yeah. So, intention can change everything. Yes. Absolutely. So, thank you again, Shelly. I know you, Shelly's got to run and we're going to keep talking about relationships, but I thank you so, so much. You're Have welcome. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Have a good one, too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. So, as we are continuing to talk about what can you do, you know, you can take this this relationship with yourself And, you know, if you're feeling doubts in yourself, it comes out, as we were talking about, it's not just in your your love relationship or your friendships. Think about, you know, especially now people are wrapping up their holiday shopping and they're going to the mall. And what's that energy like in there? I know for me, I'm not a mall person anymore. I, I don't like to go to the mall as much because I can feel that energy of other people. And I don't want to take that on. But recently, I had to go to the mall, I I took my son to um, a Microsoft had a free coding class, and he's eight and just loves coding and the computer. And so I braved the mall and just said, Okay, well, we're gonna have a great afternoon. It was a Friday afternoon. And he's gonna have fun and I'm gonna do a little work. And it's just gonna be a great moment and we walked in and we could we had set this intention and he had a great class and I talked to some people I got some writing done while I was waiting for him I brought my computer and as we left my parents who also live in this area happened we came out of the store and there they come walking down the mall and it was like oh you know one of the one of these wow what a great way to end our moment here and we just had a really great time and we left and, and it was wonderful. Um, I can think of another time my husband and I actually went to the mall on Christmas Eve. I know, right? Christmas Eve, which is when people are probably freaking out. I don't have enough presents. I got to get this one and that one. And and it's that energy that when you're bringing that in and stressing out and that fear that is driving what goes on. And we went into the mall and we were there to just pick up a couple of things and just having a good time, just enjoying and being with each other. And people approached us and different um, people that worked at the retail stores would approach us and helped us so wonderfully and went to the back room to find something and, and went out of their way for us. Just the difference of a smile And the way we were feeling inside ourselves made such a difference. So when you're going out there, I mean, these people that are are working in retail, they're not always able to get to be with their families because so many of these places are staying open during holiday times and they're over, you know, overworked, underpaid. 
and then people are coming in and demanding and and they're in their own fear and that energy vibration rubs they rub up against each other and not always so good so if you can change that change how you're feeling change set that intention of i'm going to go and i'm going to have a great time i'm going to find all the things that i want to find and match them up for the people i love and get all the things that they need and if something goes bump in the night it just means that there's something else better to come along that you'll find a different gift or you'll find it in another way or somehow it will happen differently and trusting that. I know sometimes that sounds really woo-woo or, or oh, you know, she's, she's so positive and, you know, the, the shit never hits the fan. The shit hits the fan all the time. It's, you know, it's how do you choose to, to deal with it? Do you let the shit get all over you and then, and then sit in it and, and wallow? Or do you go, okay, I'm going to take a shower and dance in the rain and, and wash the shit off and keep moving? Keep moving forward. It's definitely can be a struggle. This is these are those moments. You know, we have a few days left until Christmas. Christmas is Sunday and Hanukkah starts the twenty fourth. And I apologize, I don't know when Kwanzaa starts. I know it's coming up soon as well. But all of these things are celebrations. Um, and it's beyond the presence and beyond it, it's the, the, you know, what are these things about? You know, in Hanukkah, it was the celebration of the oil that there was only enough oil to light the menorah for one night and it lasted for eight nights. It was a miracle. That's the celebration. And so being with family or being on your own and, and remembering those celebrations or just celebrating yourself as Shelly was saying earlier, you know, whether you grab a bottle of wine or light candles and take a bubble bath or, you know, rent a great movie or buy a great movie to watch on TV, cook for yourself a great meal or bring something in, read a great book, journal, there's a host of things. Or, you know, maybe you know of a friend who also might be alone and the two of you decide to do something together. Or maybe you're in two different cities and you Skype throughout the night. You know, get creative. It's a definitely a, a different way to, to deal with yourself and to deal with being by yourself during a holiday. Um, these days, I don't have that much alone time. So <laughs> there may be moments I would love it. But if I was alone all the time, I don't know, you know that I would. So it's how do I reframe this? How do I look at it differently? And outside of the holidays too, you know, I am someone who I wake up with a smile on my face. That's just my nature. I pretty much have always been like that. And I bring that smile with me most places that I go. And because of it, people find me approachable and people will even think I'm smiling at them and smile back. I've had people come up to me in the grocery store and say, thank you. I really needed that today. And and all I did was smile at them and say hello. Because you don't know what's going on in somebody else's life and just that little bit of a smile so they know they're not alone. That little bit of love 
even for somebody you don't know, makes a big difference. And it draws people to you that appreciate that, that are more in that like-mindedness. Because what you do focus on is what you attract. So think about that when you're, when you're having a day, you know, and maybe you wake up late and the button pops off your jeans, um, you're, you got the cold shower, you know, whatever it is. And if you focus on that, you, go, oh, you know, that means today's just going to be shit all day long. Well, guess what? You just set an intention and your day is probably going to have a lot of shit in it all day long versus, you know what? That didn't start out well. Somehow it's going to get better. Don't know how. I'll deal with this. This was, this kind of sucked. I didn't like taking a cold shower. I don't know why that button popped off my jeans. Yes, I do. It was that extra piece of cheesecake I had two weeks ago. And what am I going to do about it? Am I going to just buy another pair of jeans and take the, a bigger size? Am I going to change how I eat? Am I going to go work out? You know, what am I going to do for me? And, and that answer is yours. It's personally yours. So I hope and, and wish you all a wonderful, wonderful holiday, whatever that holiday is for you. And that it is filled with love and compassion for yourself, yourself first before anyone else. And that way you'll have enough to share and be open to receive as well. If you want to reach out to me, you can check out my Facebook page at Heal Your, it's literally at like ampersand, Heal Your SHT. Uh, it's also, you could look at it as Heal Your Shit with Marnie, and the shit is spelled S-H ampersand T. You can connect with me on Twitter, at Giggles Lovebug. That is my nickname from my husband, so that pretty much tells you all you need to know about me. Or on Instagram, also at Giggles Lovebug. I have really, really enjoyed talking to you today, and I hope you, have, again, have a wonderful, wonderful holiday be kind and compassionate with yourself and love yourself. You are loved. You are so, so, so important. Love to all of you. I'll be talking to you next week before the new year. But really, I wish for you a wonderful holiday. Thank you for tuning in to Heal Your Shit with Marnie. Please join us again next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern and 6 a.m. Pacific for more Marnie motivation to shift your mind, body, and spirit on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.